Hey guys, I just wanted to say you should all check out Star Wars The Clone Wars The Animated Series on Disney+. Plus. Enjoy the show. That, wait, that, that's it, TJ. You're not going like, to say anything about systematic ecology or new podcasts, nothing, just watch Clone Wars? Well, uh, if you insist, uh, after you watch The Clone Wars, or before, I guess, uh, you should listen to our new podcast, uh, Systematic Geekology, to hear both of us and Joe D. talk about the, si- the show from a Christian perspective. I assume it'll take you until at least October 7th to watch the whole series, so that's when that episode comes out. So, look for that. Yeah, yeah. And in the meantime, uh, you could go to systematicgeekology.org, all one word, uh, to find out more or to subscribe to the show for free so you don't miss the launch date. Yeah, And if you want to, you can listen to the first four to six episodes early uh, by subscribing to our new Patreon account, uh, patreon.com forward slash systematicgeekology.org. Check that out, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, our episode about the Clone Wars, with Joe, and a few other episodes with several other hosts talking about geek stuff and faith will be available too. Um, they can also find the link to our Patreon account you mentioned on our website. Uh, you mean systematicgeekology.org? Uh, yeah, yeah. We, we probably said that enough times, right? Don't uh, remember. Problem. Problem. Hey everybody, welcome to the Whole Church Podcast, your favorite church unity podcast that's brought to you by our favorite people, our patrons over on patreon.com forward slash the whole church podcast. If you want to join them, that'd be pretty sick. Uh, I'm also here with your favorite co-host, the one and only TJ Tiberius Juan Blackwell. Hello, TJ, hello. welcome to the show. Thank you. It's good to be here. <laughs> have I ever have I ever welcomed you to the show before? Not once. Wow. How rude. Um, Today, we are going to be doing um, the very first of our Reflections series. It's a new series we're going to be starting. We were planning on starting next year. We're going to start it today. Surprise. Um, It was a surprise to us as well. Uh, It's largely due to a few rescheduling and different stuff. We'll we'll talk more about that here in a second. Um, But before anything else, we have to review audience engagement. We always do. Um, For Monday Monday... We asked the question, well, there wasn't a question. I just threw up a poll that said mud or sand with no question at all. Just just see what you guys would do. Um, sand overwhelmingly won on Instagram. Horrible. Mud overwhelmingly won on Facebook. And uh, for the tiebreaker, Niles Merritt commented a quote from Star Wars on the Facebook group about how Anakin hates sand. Um, so the Star Wars reference does make that side win. Uh, unfortunately, mud has it. I prefer sand. Whatever. Um, yeah. So that's that's that, TJ. Good. I hate sand. I'm not going to do the rest of the quote. But today's silly question <laughs> is... Uh, today's silly question is, what's been your favorite silly question so far? Josh? You want me to answer first? Yeah, I'm asking you the question. Are you going to answer too? I do. Um. Hmm. Okay. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be annoying. My favorite silly question so far has been, "What is your favorite animated inanimate object?" I, I really enjoyed that just because of the alliteration of it. Um. 
my favorite answer to a silly question so far, though, was when we asked, um, we were asking, uh, how would you fight vampires if you were caught on a cruise with vampires? And uh, Father Jonathan said he'd get in the pool and just bless the whole pool. I thought that was pretty amusing. Yeah. It's a bit of an unfair advantage, seeing as he is yeah. ordained. <laughs> Most people Yeah, are. I just turned this into holy water. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, for me, I would say it was pretty easy to narrow it down to basically any of the silly questions that included an animal. Uh, <laughs> least favorite amphibian comes to mind because most people don't know there are like thousands and thousands of amphibians. Uh, but it's going to be uh, which animal would you like to see play hockey the most? That's a recent one. Yeah, very so. Very much so. Huh. And for those who don't know, um, the reason that's his favorite is because he is a biology major. Mm-hmm. And a hockey fan. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and we added that question specifically for um, Dr. Greg Allison because he's also a big hockey fan. So that one was uh, pretty much custom made for everyone but me that was involved in that podcast. Yeah, pretty sick question. I don't know much about animals or hockey. So pretty sick question. I just kind of threw something out there yeah <laughs> yeah it was fun all right so um we are starting our reflections series and basically we were planning on starting to do this next year where we were going to do quarterly reflection episodes where we just look back at what we've learned so far in the podcast and we were going to do each quarter so what have we learned up to that date um so this is going to be a big one what have we learned in the last what two and a half years or however long we've been doing this um, and we're just going to go over some of the highlights and ask what, what have we done that's made a difference and, um, what can we do with the information we've learned basically? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So now I guess we're just going to have a special Christmas reflections episode. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. In a quarter. But uh, we have talked before about the difference between Christian unity, uh, Ephesians 4, and making peace with all men, uh, Romans twelve eighteen. Uh, could you describe the difference to us? Yeah, yeah. So um, we talked about it on a couple episodes. There was one, I think it was just me and you, we were talking about it. Um, but a couple of the episodes we did with Pastor Gary, he, he really made a point of bringing that out as well. Um for Christian unity, uh, you have that Christian aspect, right? Um, you are united in Christ. You are one body in Christ. He is the head. We're centered around kind of that focal point. Um, what C.S. Lewis says when he talks about friendship, he says, you're friends about something, right? Uh, we both discovered we love Star Wars. That is our truth. We are friends about Star Wars. Friendship is always about something. Um, so Christian unity is unity about Christ. Um, and the Bible has a lot to say about that in Ephesians, as well as the end of first Corinthians, uh, Romans. Um, but it also says a lot about peace and in Romans 12, 18 to what TJ was referencing, it says to make peace with all men. And that is distinct from Christian unity because you don't have to have anything in common to have peace with someone. So whether or not you consider someone a Christian, whether or not we can have Christian unity together, isn't a part of the question of whether or not I should have peace with them, right? Um, if someone has a doctrine that Jesus isn't really Lord and you can't be saved through Jesus, 
I cannot have Christian unity with them. That is a bad doctrine. It's something I need to speak out against. But also, I'm still called to have peace with them. And uh, right. that's that can be a little more challenging at times. And also, sometimes it can be less challenging. You know, it's easy to just be nice to someone. To have unity, to be one with someone, can be challenging in a different way, if that makes sense. Right. And uh, if you, I don't know if any of you use the digital Bible, uh, I know a lot of our audience may frown upon that, but uh, the Bible app, fantastic. Uh, it'll give you reference points for verses or, you know, just relevant verses to the one you're reading. And uh, I was looking at Romans twelve eighteen, and it, you know, it referenced Mark nine fifty, uh, which says salt is good, but if the salt should lose its flavor, how can you season it? Uh, have salt among yourselves and be at peace with one another. And that's, you know, hmm. Jesus's words, not mine. So, yeah, take that with a yeah. grain of salt. Yeah. So when people tell you to, that Christians are to be salt and light of the world, what they're what they're Jesus says, the salt is peace. So that's that's pretty, you know, you know, yeah, what Jesus says sort of matters, I guess, uh, yeah. especially for a church unity podcast. Um, mm hmm. So, TJ, why does it matter that we make the distinction between having peace with all men and having Christian unity? So, it aligns with what I believe personally uh, a lot, but that's not really what we're talking about. Uh, it's important <laughs> to know that you aren't supposed to be hostile towards people uh, because a lot of people are, a lot of Christians are. Uh, and I don't want to point fingers or name names, but uh, the Westboro Baptist Church comes to mind. Uh, oh. Yeah. And yeah. that's uh, pretty anti-biblical, uh, going out and condemning these people to hell uh, when that's not our job. Uh, so it's important to know with Christians, with other Christians, uh, we should have that unity. Uh, with non-Christians, we should have peace and try to gently urge them to the faith. You know what I mean? Just a little. <laughs> I um, have a question for you. Yeah. I'm really interested to see what you say. Um, Now, I, I want to caveat this with Jesus says a lot more about peace than anything, not in anything else, but than what I'm about to say. Um, he says a ton about peace. He says very little about dividing but jesus does say that he came to be a sword to divide father and son um he also is caught in the temple with a whip and throwing tables over and chasing people out and that's something that your more angry christians like to point out a lot um mm -hmm. how do we reconcile this how do we be like christ in that we are willing to you know chase people out of the church if they're trying to make a quick buck off of it but also have peace with them Right. So being peaceful and letting people do what they want are not the same thing. And a lot of people think they are. And that's why some people like to say, uh, you know, I'm just honest. Like, no, you are a mean person. You are not honest. You are not just blunt. You are mean. Yeah. There is a you peaceful way to do anything. Honest. Yeah. What TJ uh, said. Right. Uh, you also have to remember, uh, at the same time, we are not Jesus. 
we are not the son of God. And uh, we should try to be, uh, but we aren't. I think it's pretty safe to say anything he did was justified. So yeah. you got to be well, careful and, and when you're weighing your actions against the son of God. Yeah. And, and this is, um, I heard this in the Holy Post podcast, one my favorite podcast podcast but um it's really it's stuck with me um the people who use that i think it's really important to ask yourself yeah okay yeah you need to be as much like jesus as possible he flipped the tables over and chased everyone out once and he healed the sick dozens of times he went to the children several times he fed people a lot he was kind and peaceful nine times and that tenth time you know he did what he had to do for the sake of God's reputation, his reputation, right? Um, so if you're using that as, as to justify your actions, I still think you should look at yourself and say, okay, but am I being this way more or am I flipping the tables more? If all you do is flipping the tables, you're not being like Jesus. He did that once, which is why it made such a big statement. Right. So, yeah. We've been doing this for like two and a half, three years. Uh, what are the biggest debates in the church that we've heard repeated? Mm. Mm. Do you want me to answer that one first or do you want to go for it? Mm. Um, honestly, I think the one I've heard the most in our show specifically it has, has been about women's ordination, um, especially like in our think tank. That was a huge debate, right? Um, some, some other things or predestination comes up quite a bit. I feel like the question on how we handle race has come up a few times. Um, right. But for the most part, I really don't feel like we've had a lot of people come on the show and try to start a debate or talk about a big argumentative point. I think most people who come on the show kind of know it's a unity podcast, so they, they don't try to do that. Right. Most people are like, yeah, I, kind of agree with what these guys are saying i'll go on the show not everyone but most people <laughs> yeah yeah um we we have had at least two two episodes i can remember where someone had said that basically it's different flavors and not being in the same building and not being united is a good thing so that's uh that those those were some interesting episodes i right. would let people listen to all 104 or 105 episodes before this and try and figure out which one I'm talking about. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, really? <laughs> you know, I can't really argue about the debate we've heard the most about because that's, uh, that's just data. So I don't have a whole lot to add just that Josh, listens to our show a lot more than I do. And he has a much <laughs> better memory of things we've said. Um, so. What has been the, the most memorable, um, like hard line someone's taken on the show? Hmm. Hmm. Okay. So the most memorable for me. Yeah. Uh, was Scott Suskovic. Uh, saying yeah. Lutheran's been first. Yeah. You know, yeah. Thank, thank your local Lutheran for, you know, 
having a church. But yeah, that's he, not really like a, an issue. Yeah, it it was more of just a um a hard line of you should be Lutheran. Yeah. Yeah. Very entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was fun. Um but our our mics at the time were were less than the mics that we have now. And uh yeah, unfortunately the audio on that one was not as great. Because it, it was pretty entertaining. Hey guys, we just wanted to take a quick break to tell you a few ways you can support the Whole Church Podcast, your favorite Church Unity podcast. Yeah, so you can always rate this show on Apple Podcast or Podchaser. You can sign up for our newsletter either on our website or by emailing us at thewholechurch at gmail.com. You could follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. You could share this episode on your own social media. You could donate to our Cash App with the tag in the show notes. You could follow us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the whole church podcast, or you could subscribe to this show wherever good podcasts are found. Yeah, especially that last one. That's you know, probably the easiest way to make sure you get all the episodes when they come out. Yeah, and to show us that you really love us. Yeah. All right, so let's get back to the show. Indeed. Um, so in doing this show, what do you think is the most... What do you think is most keeping the church from being united? Like, what are the things that you think are like getting in the way of perfect unity? Because a lot of people come on, like we said, want to see the church united. So mm-hmm. what's, go, what's going on? Uh, so I think it all boils down to pride. Uh, everyone wants to be unified, but everyone also thinks that they are correct. So they should be unified in the way that they want. Mm. Were you here for the second episode where... um? It was Wayne Parker talking about narcissism. I was not. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, that that's what I just thought of. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, Wayne Wayne kind of kind of hit hit the hit it on the nose from the very beginning. It was actually so that was a second episode released, but it was the first episode recorded. Hmm. Fun facts for the whole church podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um what, what do you have anything else do you think is really keeping us from being united or is it mostly just the pride thing i think it's mostly just pride or that everything does come back to pride so how do we how do we get past that i mean is there a way we just all stop being prideful is there a practical way to just stop there is not oh yeah, um, not the answer people want, but <laughs> there's not a way to um, just change that part of someone. Uh, prayer, um, but yeah, it's just it's just one of those things that God has to do, I guess. Mm-hmm. Makes sense to me. So, um, pray about it at I least. Think, I, I'm gonna give an, a different answer though. Um, I think the thing that that I've noticed that I think is keeping the church from that perfect unity the most, um. Man, I had it, and then I forgot. Give me a second. <laughs> I used too many words to get here. Yeah, I, I'm going to say Josh's answer. Uh, he was going to say we're all too far apart. Uh, everyone in America could fit in Florida, <laughs> so we should all move to Florida. That, that's, and... not my, that's not my answer. Oh, man. Um... Oh, yeah, okay, I, I remember now. Um, misconceptions was going to be what I was going to say. Um, mm. 
you know, so many people even there have even been people after we've interviewed them or we were talking about future interviews who which, you know, we're not going to name drop. We don't want anyone to look bad who said, oh, you're going to talk to them. Well, make sure you ask this because they believe this. So then naturally we ask them that and then they don't believe what the other person seems to think they believe. Right. And, you know, we yeah. And, and that, that's happened at least twice. And. I know even for myself, you know, I come with questions that I'm like, ah, this will be the thing that we talk about the whole time because I'm going to ask them this and we're going to have to see how they reconcile that with this verse. And then we ask them and then it's like, oh, no, they, they just don't they don't believe what, you know, Google has told me they believe or my parents, they they believe something different. And uh, I, I think just assuming or what people believe or just doing like a quick Google search or just doing hearsay and being like, OK, well, now I know for sure what Catholics believe. You, you probably don't. And um, I, I think using cheap information and just harboring these misconceptions has really been the biggest thing I've seen that I'm like, wait, so we're um, to, to use the Catholic as an example. You know, so many people are like, they're not Christians. They worship Mary. And right. it's just uh, we've interviewed a couple of different Catholics now, and it's just pretty clear that they don't worship Mary. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm like, man. So, so the main reason people give me for for not liking Catholics just isn't even true, right? Huh. And no one ever even brings up the fact that they believe in ghosts. <laughs> what? I uh, know it's a it's a whole. Are thing. you just are you just spreading misconceptions now? No. Oh. Okay, but I need to know for real. Are, are you? <laughs> I know some Catholics do, uh, and they that? use that as proof of. Oh, what is it? Uh, there's some phenomenon that is Mary's ghost over some chapel. Okay, well, the Bible also does mention a witch rising a ghost up. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and like forty percent of Americans believe in ghosts anyway now. So, um. So another one quickly, um, scripture, what we consider scripture and some of our misconceptions, which goes back to the misconceptions thing of how other people view scripture, right? Um, a lot of people don't feel comfortable being united with churches that don't take scripture as the only authority, solo scriptura, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and part of the reasoning behind that is that if you don't take scripture first, then we don't believe in the same Jesus. We don't believe this. And if we don't have a basis for to be united, then there's this huge problem. And they're right. We do have to have a basis, right? Like you can't just make up your own Jesus. I make up my own Jesus and us be united in Jesus because that's probably going to be two made up versions of someone who was never real in the first place. Um, but the problem is a lot of churches that aren't sola scriptura, which I am. I'm not arguing that it's okay not to be or that it's a false doctrine or anything like that. I am sola scriptura. I believe that. But – I also believe that a lot of these other churches that aren't don't believe anything can contradict scripture. So there still shouldn't be, that shouldn't be a reason for disunity, right? Uh, it would be like, I believe in Sola Scriptura and TJ believes scripture is completely authoritative, but so is Daredevil. Well, he's wrong, but uh, he also believes in scripture. He believes Jesus died and rose for his ends. He's still Christian. I should still have Christian unity. I might, you know, think in my head that that's a really silly belief, but yeah, that's but it. Everything that is said in Daredevil that isn't contradicted in the Bible <laughs> is true. Oh, okay, so you you do believe that? Yeah, I do now. 
<laughs> All right. Good to know. Oh, man. All right. So what has been some of the most surprising things that we've learned doing this? So really, it was how little everyone knows about each other. Yeah. Denomination wise. Because, you know, starting this podcast and talking to a bunch of different denominations, it's not surprising at all that we aren't unified. We don't know each other. Man, am I allowed to just second what you said? I do it all like, the time. Yeah, you're, you're, TJ's just so right. Like, and it's baffling to me because I don't know. I, I guess in my head, in order to be a pastor or a professor of religion or something, that that also means that you know something about the other churches or like a basis of what makes you different from them. And it, it's turned out that that's mostly not true. Um, not that it should be, you know, you become a pastor so that you can teach people the Bible or your beliefs. So you learn your beliefs really well. Um, it just turns out that that doesn't necessarily mean you believe you've learned what other people believe or what makes the churches different. And it turns out a lot of people just don't know. And, um, it's really hard to be united with people you don't know anything about. Yeah. 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 I mean, I just, I just don't have much to add to that DJ. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. But uh, what are the, some of the most encouraging things we've learned in doing this? I, I've learned that people really want to be united. Um, it, it seems to be in a lot of people's hearts, like it's a, it's a deep desire and more people are willing to look at the other than I thought. Um, of course I have to caveat that with, I wish we would put more effort into learning one another still, you know, just because I'm willing to know more about you. If we're not putting the effort in to try to get to know you, it's still not quite going far enough, but it's still really encouraging that people are willing and people do want to see unity. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that's, pretty much what it is you know people are willing to unify and willing to respect others beliefs as long as you know we're their tier three tier two issues as long as we believe in the same god then from in our experience at least most people are willing to be like yeah okay yeah i can see the biblical reason you would do that or you know no one's really combative about it yeah and um, for the most part, if we ask two people of two different denominations to get on and talk together, they'll do it. And usually there's not any problems. I don't think we've ever had a problem when we've done that. And it's um, it's fascinating to me that if the effort is put in, how not difficult it is. Yeah. Right. No, yeah. It's just much, much easier than it, it you know, people think. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to try um so with that uh with that challenge to just try um what have been some of your favorite practical actions tj um yeah as as hopefully our listeners know we always ask at the end of our episodes for a single tangible action that they can just do that will help unite the church we've had some pretty great answers um so yeah yeah what's your favorite my favorite one is always when people say talk to someone because you know people say that a lot just talk to someone different. It works for everything. 
in every facet of life that will help you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very few times have you talked to someone and actually asked them about their beliefs. Do I not feel more united at the end? Mm-hmm. Um, I- I'm going to give two two. I'm be a little bit different than TJ. Um, so one way back when pastor Ryan green was on the show. Yeah. He suggested episode that we do six. Do you know what episode? Okay. Uh, he suggested that we do more events together. Like we help the community together with different churches doing it together. And he threw in there to make sure you're not wearing any particular denomination shirt that you're just doing it to be the church, not, Hey, come to my church, but no, no, be the church. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really cool. I really liked that he threw in that, hey, don't wear your church's T-shirt when you do this. Just have all the churches come together and don't do that. Don't make it an advertising opportunity. Make it a unity opportunity. That was super cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, which we're kind seven. of doing that. Uh, okay. Which we're kind of doing that with Systematic Geekology. We have four or five different denominations represented that I know of off the top of my head. And none of us are on there being like, come to our church. It's just about talking about geek stuff and being the church together. So um, I'm excited for that podcast coming up. And I think that'll be an exercise of unity. Um, and then my other favorite practical action. I'm ashamed to say, I don't remember who told us this, but one person suggested that every time you drive by a church, regardless of the denomination, pray for them and don't just, you know, all right, God help them, but like really pray for them. Think about what their needs might be and be like, God touch them in this way and mean it. And um, that's something I've been doing that's helped me feel more united to these churches. And I lied. I'm going to give a third one. We were also suggested to do the Lord's Supper every day at 3 p.m. And um, I have no idea who's still doing that with me. But I've and I miss days. I do. But I have an alarm on my phone and I've been doing that and I feel more united. And I don't know if I'm the only one doing it or not, but I still feel more united. So hopefully someone else is doing it. Right. Uh, So what have been the ramifications of doing these actions? Yeah, TJ, what are the ramifications of doing these actions? Um, I'm going to give two of mine and let you give yours, and then I'll go through my last one. Um, so first, the ramifications of saying the Lord's Prayer every day at 3 p.m. is I just feel more united. It it uplifts my spirit. And then when I see other Christians, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, hey, they also have probably said the Lord's Prayer. And it's just been on my mind more. And it's kind of rooted me back into the basics of Christianity. And I think being rooted like that just helps you be more united. Um, let's see. What what was one of my other ones? Uh, praying for churches. I go by them. Same thing. The exact same ramification of just feeling more united. And um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so really, I've I've always been a talkative person. Uh, not really to people I know so much as people I don't know. And uh, I just like to talk to strangers naturally <laughs> as someone who grew up in the early 2000s. Yeah. Uh, you know, stranger danger and all that. But really, people think I'm very friendly and are willing to share information with me that, you know, otherwise they wouldn't have been comfortable telling someone or they wouldn't have been comfortable telling anyone, but they're okay telling me because I'm a stranger. You know? Yeah. You can tell um, some of your struggles if they're not going to have what? 
Oh, no, I was going to add to yours. Yeah. I was going to let you finish. I'm sorry. But if you know they aren't going to affect your life anymore, then you can tell someone what you're struggling with. And, you know, you get that weight off your chest, uh, but you don't necessarily have to deal with someone in your business. And people do that um, for me. So ramification, I've actually got to experience real life from TJ's answer of just talking to people more. I have spoke more to one of my uncles who is a Catholic believer, and we have a much closer relationship now. Um, he talks to me a lot about his faith, and I talk to him about some of the things that I believe different. We have this open dialogue, and it's been very enriching to my life and hopefully to his as well. And um, it's just one of those... Yo, he's my uncle. He's been around my whole life. We just never talked about religion. Other than, uh, you know, we interviewed a couple of Catholic believers, and they said they are some of the ones who gave that talk to people more answers. So I, I just did it, and uh, it worked. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Um, so then for my, my last one was the uh, doing something together without necessarily it having to be an advertisement for your church. Um, like I said, we're starting this systematic ecology thing, right? And I feel like me and Pastor Will, that's that's an example, right? He is a Lutheran pastor. And uh, him and I spoke on the phone the day before we did our bonus episode and stuff for probably 30 minutes. And uh, five of it was planning the podcast. Most of it was just talking and enjoying one another's presence, being united, talking about God and beliefs and how important unity is and we were more united and in turn I am believing and I'm hoping that that will make the whole church look more appealing to those who aren't in the church. Right. Um, Jesus actually says explicitly, this is how you bring help bring people to salvation. They will be saved by the unity of the church. So, you know, the things that we think make sense of, Hey, just telling people and preaching the gospel. It's not what Jesus said. will do it. Jesus didn't say, if you preach a lot, people will be saved. He said, no, no, if you're united, people will be saved. Right. So that's what we're doing. Yeah. So, uh, you know, if you listen to the podcast, if this isn't your first episode, which you, you know, you sure did pick an episode. Your first one. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, we do a God moment at the end of our show and we are not picking our favorite God moments. That seems unfair. Uh, we're just doing our regular God moment segment where we mentioned something that God has done in our lives recently, whether it be a blessing or a challenge or a moment of worship, anything like that. So, Josh, do you have a God moment for us? Yeah, I um, Probably within 30 minutes before we started this, I, I got a text that a, a – um, a lovely sister who is one of the pastors in our denomination for the state of South Carolina had passed from coronavirus. And, um, you know, I'm just, my heart's heavy for that church. And I'm just praying for them. Right. Um, I dipped my hand in a fryer today. So <laughs> that's the God moment. Yep. So pray for my hand. It is not yeah. in good shape. Uh, it was in 400 degree oil for, you know, a fraction of a second. And it hurts. How did you do that? It slipped off. 
Oh, okay. My hand just slipped into the fryer. The way I was envisioning it, you just stuck your hand in real quick to see what would happen. I'm like, there, there's no way TJ did that. No, I, I know what happens <laughs> when you stick something in a fryer. Yeah, yeah, it's not, not good. Yeah, so tomorrow we're going to find out what it feels like to work with a hand like that. So we'll see. We'll yeah, see. Yeah, you have been challenged to persevere. Yeah. Uh, so if you enjoyed this episode, uh, please consider sharing it with a friend or an enemy. Uh, you know, we aren't really supposed to have enemies, but if you still got a few, that's fine. As long as you send them the link to our <laughs> this episode, share yeah. share this episode and say, I'm sorry that you're my enemy and make peace with them. Um, yeah. <laughs> and um, if you guys want to check out that other podcast, we mentioned a couple of times, Systematic Geekology. It's not out yet, but you can go to the website, systematicgeekology.org, where you'll have a bonus episode trailer and you'll be able to just see more about it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, you know, so far I've enjoyed being on the show. Yeah, uh, me too. Some future guests for this podcast. We have Pastor Will Rose and Reverend Keno Kennedy, both returning to this show to introduce why we're starting the new podcast with them and eight others called Systematic Ecology. Uh, go to our website, systematicecology.org to check that out. Uh, Pastor Henry Blake is returning. Was he on the podcast before or do we just talk to him a lot? Yeah. 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 No, he's, he's been on before. Yeah, he was part uh, of the um, the panel that we did on racial true. justice. Yeah, uh, Amy Watson of Wednesdays with Watson, and at the end of season one, we will have Francis Chan. Probably, most I mean, definitely. Or there just there might not be an end to season one. No, but uh, when you season one ends, day and hour. it will end with Francis Chan. Indeed, if season one ends, right. Uh, thank you so much for your time, guys. Thank you for your time, Joshua. Uh, it's been a pleasure uh, having you, you on the show. Of course, glad to be here. Uh, and if you want to hear the last thing we do, head over to Patreon, slide us a couple dollars, you know? Yeah. Do-do-do-do-do-do.